Good afternoon. So, disclaimer, this homily might be a tad heavy. It's not meant to entertain, but to make us think. So today, my friends, I want to talk to you about education. Some might think that it is an odd topic, but please bear with me. I hope to connect it with today's gospel, which is a biblical classic, the parable of the sower. Those of us who are involved with education these days, administrators, teachers, and parents alike, we have a lot to be concerned with, don't we? About the approach to education as well as the content of what is being taught. As someone who was in the classroom for some times, I've always considered my role, my teaching role, as not just handing on information and data, but rather to teach my students to think and apply the information to gain knowledge. So in other words, my job was not to think for them, but to guide them to think for themselves. And because they're challenged to think for themselves, they're also challenged to respect those who have a different thought process. In recent years, however, I've noticed a shift in educational approach. Instead of teaching young minds to think, education has turned into indoctrination. Indoctrination. And scarily, with the influence of the secular society, certain subjects and ideas are being introduced, or rather, imposed to be accepted arbitrarily. So teachers might not necessarily have the choice of whether they want to teach them or not. And families might not necessarily have a choice of whether they want their children to learn these things or not. And then under the pressure of the enlightened and inclusive society, any respectful objectors can easily be labeled as bigots and discriminators. To be so inclusive, many have excluded our possibility of thinking and believing differently. So as a result, some, at times teachers feel oppressed and families at times feel as if their children are being exposed to things that might be at odds with their values and beliefs. And that leads to the question of content. Some might agree, disagree with me, and I'm fine with that, but I truly believe that kids these days know too much but understand too little. And that has a lot to do with the fact that they're not being taught to think critically, 
and that they're exposed to information beyond their capability to understand. And on top of that, between AP credits and dual enrollment, we run the risk of having young people graduating from college at 18 and 19, filled with a lot of head knowledge, but sometimes without an ounce of common sense. Someone recently shared with me this formula for living, fantastic stuff, and these conventional pearls of wisdom teach us to live beneath your means, return everything you borrow, stop blaming other people, admit it when you make a mistake, give clothes not worn to charity, do something nice and try to not get caught, listen more, talk less, strive for excellence, not perfection, be on time and don't make excuses, be kind to unkind people, take time to be alone, cultivate good manners, be humble, realize and accept that life is not fair, know when to keep your mouth shut, go an entire day without criticizing anyone, and finally, learn from the past, plan for the future, but live in the present moment. Do you think that any of these things are being taught in our homes and in our schools? I highly doubt it. So now more than ever, a good education is absolutely essential, not only to the growth, but also the survival of our human society. Now, to connect these thoughts to the gospel, as I said, it is a biblical classic. And because it is included in all three synoptics, so at least once a year, we get to hear it. And to be completely honest with you, there's not a whole lot I could say about it. Why? Because our Lord has done a lovely job at explaining it to his disciples. So who am I to think I could do a better job than the Son of God? But just in case, we need a quick recap. The meaning of this parable is pure and simple. The sower represents Christ. But it also represents those entrusted with the responsibility of evangelizing, or in this context, educating. The seed is the content, and the different types of soils represent the different types of listeners or the different types of responses someone may have. And over the years, we've placed a lot of emphasis on the listeners and the responses. And we always get asked that question, what kind of soil are you? 
That being said, before we can worry about how someone may respond to something, isn't it important to also make sure that that something, the content of what is being communicated, is good? Because as human beings, we might respond differently, but we can all learn something. So what matters first and foremost is to make sure that the seeds that we allow to be planted and cultivated in our minds are good for our development intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. So instead of indoctrinating, instead of filling our minds with so many different ideas, it seems to me far more critical that we make sure that we plant some basic seeds of wisdom to help us be decent and good human beings, to make sure that what we read, what we listen to, what we watch, what we learn to make sure that they are good for our development. And since grace is built on nature, if we allow ourselves to be educated into good and decent human beings, there is a very high chance that we may grow into some good and decent followers of Jesus Christ. 